Hey guys, welcome to Baby Mama Guru, the podcast. I'm your host, Monique. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please subscribe, rate, and leave me a review. Um, If you're listening on Spotify or any other streaming platform, follow and subscribe so you can know whenever I drop an episode. Um, If you are all caught up on the episodes, please join the Patreon. It is in the bio um, on my Instagram at Baby Mama Guru Pod. On today's episode, I am joined by my best friend, and y'all need to get y'all pens and papers out so y'all can take notes. Okay, joining me today is my best friend. Uh, Her name is Khadijah. She is a lawyer. We'll tag her Instagram later so y'all can go and find her. Um, So the first question that I have for her is, with me being your closest friend and being pregnant at 16, and I know you also had your first nephew at 16, did it affect your views on dating or having sex? Um, yes, definitely. So when my nephew was born when I was 16, he was basically like my baby. And so I really knew what it took to take care of an infant child. And then you had your baby shortly afterwards. Literally, I was pregnant at the baby's, her nephew baby shower. (laughs) Oh, I got in so much trouble. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Her mom was so mad. She was like, you got me buying stuff for other people, baby. (laughs) And you pregnant. (laughs) You have to say what the next thing Yes. Her mom, like, bought a lot of stuff for my nephew. But anyways, um, yeah. And then you having your baby, we basically would have like mommy daycare dates <laughs> it was like disturbing when I look back at it it is <laughs> I invited her to church and she comes to church with a baby she comes to church with her nephew and so now my pastor and everybody in the church are like this girl just in the pregnancy pact <laughs> <laughs> well I don't really remember that specific time but yeah I definitely always had my nephew I always had to watch him and they always picked me to watch him I don't know why because I was 16 but I also um I remember this one time I was crying because he wouldn't stop crying he must have been like six months and I called my mommy at work and she didn't tell me this until years later but like when I called her crying she thought to herself like oh yeah well you know that's some good birth control she not gonna have no baby <laughs> and I'm like what <laughs> y'all set me up <laughs> so um ultimately yeah it definitely affected it because with your baby daddy um I'm not gonna go into too much detail, but it just wasn't really a favorable situation for you. And and <laughs> all y'all know she almost fought him. I did, and like so, from being on the outside and being your best friend and being there, like when y'all first started talking in eighth grade when we met, to like mm-hmm. seeing you at high school and you didn't have this baby, and. I'm in the delivery room. And we don't know where he exactly. at. You know, I don't know. It was just definitely, like, very eye-opening. And I definitely, like, never thought that, like, that had to be my situation. But I was always aware of the fact that, like, this is what's happening out here. And if I don't want to be a burden on other people, then, yeah. you know, I need to make sure I'm in a good situation, like, if I'm trying to have a child. Um... Because, I mean, with you, like, when you were in school, you was more worried about working and taking care of your child. When I was in school, I didn't really have to work. Like, what work for what? Like, yeah. you know? 
Um, so it, it's just definitely like it's different paths, but like it can all still work out. But <coughs> yep, yes, it affected me. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, you still um, Ooh, childless. PTSD, <clears throat> yes, still childless. Um, okay, so that brings me to the next question. Did it uh, make you focus more on your future goals? Or was it some other motivation that you had, like, to not get caught up in the world of niggas and planning the future that just wasn't even going to happen? Um, yeah, it definitely made me focus more on my goals. Because even now, um, I feel like no matter who, okay, let me not, not no matter who, but <clears throat> the people that I have um, encountered in my life, I've never encountered someone where it was like, okay, like, you know, if I had a baby with this person, like, they'll hold it down. Like, not even hold me down, but take care of your child, even if we don't work out. Like, we mm -hmm. went half on this baby, so, like, now, like, let's continue to go half on this baby. And, um, however, in the back of my mind, and I don't know, like, maybe this is a form of self-sabotage, but in the back of my mind, like, I'm always, I want to make sure that I always got me. No, oh, yeah. So... Um, that definitely, like, played that, I mean, helped influence that. Um, and so, yeah, it made me focus on school more because, you know, I knew that I wanted to be successful because I did want to have kids. Yeah, because yeah, in most cases, it's always, like, when you in something, you only focus about that person. Like, you got to worry about, like, what he at, what he doing, why he ain't texting me back. Is he coming home tonight? <laughs> Like, who is his friends? Who is he talking to? Who comments under his Instagram pictures? Who are these people? So, well, it wasn't Instagram back then. It was MySpace. Yeah. And Facebook was kind of popping. Yeah. So, I like me speaking for self, I invested 100,000% <laughs> in a man because he told me he was going to make me a housewife. Oh, my God. So, good for you, girl. <laughs> oh. Yeah. She said all this, y'all, and she got caught slipping once. And I would just like her to tell the story. Okay. Well, okay. Let me say something before I tell that story. So, uh, <coughs> she's trying to lie to y'all, and I'm not going to allow it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Don't do that. You in my business. Don't do that. <laughs> nah, okay. I'll tell y'all. So, I will say, like... Um, after this story, like the sto this story I'm gonna tell in combination with just like Monique's situation, and I also like had two older brothers and like a lot of males in my family, so I just really I'd seen a lot of nonsense. Really, it was like I just I guess I had trust issues. I just didn't really trust people, but it like it definitely allowed me to like. Like Monique said, you calling somebody, checking on somebody, where you at, checking on their comments. No, I'm not doing that. Like, I'm not doing that. Like, I, who has time for that? I got to go read this outline to probably, like, struggle to pass this test. Can you get to the story? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so, yeah, basically the story is I did get caught sleeping one time at a very young age. So, um, I went to a high school that was... It, it really exposed us to a lot at a very young age. And um, basically, I got caught up in this entanglement with my teacher. 
And um, it really traumatized me. And it wasn't with my teacher and a man. Well, I guess it was a man. He was technically a man. Um, but <laughs> it was another student. It was highly inappropriate. And honestly, like, people always laugh at me when I say this, but my kids will be with me. My kids, homeschool, sleepover, no. You're going to be with me. Like, what? Like, you send your child to school and there are teachers out here lurking on your kids, that's inappropriate. And I feel like in 17, you're um, in Texas, you're like of legal age yeah. consent mm-hmm. when you're 17. So technically, I didn't gra- I graduated high school when I was 17. Mm-hmm. Most people graduate like when they're 18. Mm-hmm. Some graduate when they're 19. So you have a whole like, you know, few years, like a person can be basically a sophomore and be 17, then be 18 their junior year. So from your sophomore year, I can have my child in school. Sophomore year, you like on the JV team. You ain't even, you don't even qualify for varsity yet. And you could be knocking boots with one of your teachers. Nah, mm-mm, come here. Get in the house. Get in the house. <laughs> like, sit down. She is scarred. So, <laughs> still suffering from PTSD. It's so, very triggering. Yeah, definitely triggering. Um, I'm obviously like healed now, but it was, that was like a pivotal moment in my life because it was like, wow. You know, you hear about this stuff on the news. I knew stuff like that was going on at school, but to be involved in it, it. yeah, like how you the other woman, (laughs) girl. I don't even know. I got like y'all on a prom together, and she waiting outside for you, girl. I got slapped (laughs) by a teacher, y'all. So protect your kids. And ask them how they date. The people who went to high school with me, they know exactly what I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all can share what if you want to. Um, Okay, so moving on from that, you didn't get caught up in the world of niggas. Um, Your nephew was basically your birth control. The people don't know that you graduated from law school. You passed the bar. You traveled the world. Do you ever feel any pressure to settle down and start a family? Like, or has your mom ever said, when you going to put a bun in your oven? Uh, she don't talk like that because she's from the islands. Um, No, my mother definitely does not say that because my brother has three children and they are almost like an imitation of me and my siblings. Um, and so she has her hands full with... I just put it together. <laughs> yes. It's three of y'all. Wow. No, and like, even the act yes. like me, like, Christian act like Caleb, Cameron act like Caleb. Yeah, it's... Wow. Yeah, it's oh disgusting, actually. That gonna be better than us, though. But, um, so yeah, she could definitely has her hands full with grandchildren. And I tell my mother all the time, I actually... Yeah, I was. I'd be like, you know, mommy, you ready for a grandbaby? I'm gonna give you a grandbaby, and she's always like, "Can you just shut up?" I don't think she takes me seriously. <clears throat> um, but my mommy also knows that I'd be applying pressure on these niggas. So when I say stuff like that, she'd be like, "All right, Khadijah, well, you know, <laughs> let me let me, let me see get ready." Bring. Yeah, but also like. She's like, well, where is he? Where's the eligible bachelor that you, you know, you about to <laughs> make a spawn his seed? Um, but I, yeah, I feel like I'm at an age, like what you said, like I've done a lot. I've experienced a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't mind having a child, but it got to make sense. And I'm not in theory, like I tell people I have a baby tomorrow, but in reality, like maybe like. 
I don't know. I can't say because God have a way of humbling me. So I'm not. Gonna, I'm not gonna say nothing. <laughs> Girl, don't you y'all gonna reverse? Y'all reverse. see me on Instagram. <laughs> With a little push. <laughs> yes, girl. Holding my titties with my belly out. Because, you know, I'm going to do the naked shoot. <laughs> In the woods. Yes. <laughs> Got to be woman nature. Half my hair all out. <laughs> okay. Okay, let's get to the next segment. Okay, y'all, so this segment, y'all know it's my favorite segment. This is Paychecks versus Sugar Daddies. This is where I compare and contrast a job I had to a man I was talking to or dealing with a dating. But look, we got a plot twist for y'all. We are having a joint Paychecks versus Sugar Daddies because we both talk to the same sugar daddy. <laughs> Okay, she's she's t- uh, met him first, so I'm gonna let her get her little story off, and then I'm gonna finish it up. <laughs> um, so I was like 20. Well, we were the same age. We were like 23 or 24, yeah. and basically, I had went to the club, um, was to it? see. So, I yeah. don't matter what club it was. <laughs> 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 I had went to a club to meet this guy who will remain unnamed because it's not about me. Um, and as I was there, I met one of my I was in law school. So I was I think I don't remember what year I was, but I met one of my classmates from my first year. So I'm talking to her and we're at the bar, blah, blah, blah. Fast forward, I never, um, I'm not even like worried about the dude that I came there for, to be honest with you. At this point, <laughs> um, I'm talking to my old classmate and she's with these two older guys. One has on like his Sunday's best, like the whole, the, the little alligator pimp shoes with the loose pants, the little loose church pants, and then, like, a the vest and the long sleeve, like, button down. <laughs> like, he is a big stepper, and my boy was out here. And then the other one is a lot more, like, chill. If I'm not mistaken, he had on, like, a nice, clean, like, little polo collar shirt. I don't really remember what else. Like, some long jeans and um, some Gucci glasses and a wedding ring. <laughs> Oh. Don't forget the way. <laughs> so, like, he's talking to me, but I'm like, why is this man talking to me? Like, he has on a wedding ring. And then um, he asked me if I want something to drink. So I say, yeah. So he's like, order it. So I go to the bar. I order me a douce and cranberry juice. Any eligible bachelors out there, if you want to get it, just get a bottle of douce with some cranberry juice on the side. <laughs> oh, no, it's really... Do say apple juice, oh, but the yeah. clubs don't be having apple juice. And honestly, I don't be in the clubs no more. This is an old story. I be in the house with apple juice and Jesus. So, <laughs> so anyway, so yeah. So, what is it? ChristianMeets.com? Yes. Christ, yeah, Christian Meets, Christian Singles. Christian Mingle. Christian, Christian Mingle. Mingle. Christian Mingle, oh. yes. Oh, oh anyways. Story. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, yeah, so I ordered me the drink or whatever. And then he goes to pay for it. And the woman tell him how much the drink is. I don't know what she told him. And he look at me. He like, damn, girl, what did you get? <laughs> and I can hear his voice right now. 
And let me tell you, I just took a sip out my straw. Like, what? You don't. You don't ask an open-ended question and then just be upset that somebody wrote you two pages. Um, but, you know, you just got to get your feet wet. So, anyways, um, we, me and him started, like, having more conversation or whatever. And somehow he ends up telling me, like, that, like, he has, like, Caribbean heritage or something like that. And then he tells me he's a Pegasus. And I'm nervous because I'm like, is this some weird like <laughs> sex talk? Yeah, but like, what is this? <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean a Pegasus? And he was like, well, I'm kind of like like a unicorn. You know, like I'm kind of like unique. I'm one of a kind. I was like, what's so special about you? Still nervous, still nervous. Because y'all know <laughs> men are inappropriate. And the older they get, the nastier. So <laughs> oh, I'm Did like, you say how old he was? I don't even remember. it. In his 50s, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, but he don't, look he it. was black, and black don't crack, he don't look like he's 50, but I'm pretty sure he's, like, at least 50, um, maybe, like, 52 at this point, <clears throat> but, so, yeah, so, blah, 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 he goes on to explain what he means by Pegasus, and he's like, I'm a sugar daddy, so I was like, oh, bad. <laughs> <laughs> you said the magic words, come on. Like, what? I didn't know you know, only known you for 30 minutes. And you trying to get down with the get down, let's go. <laughs> and so I'm like, you know, thank God, like, I tested the waters. with Not tested the waters because I'm going to get a douce wherever I go because I can afford a douce, so that's what I'm going to order. And if you offer to buy a girl a drink, you should be prepared to get whatever she orders. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so he's married, so I don't exchange numbers with him, but I exchange Instagrams with him. And then we leave. That's well, no, we leave and he ends up dropping me and my classmate, my old classmate to our car because she knew him. And I think she had told me that the other man had money. The one in the three piece little situation. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Big Stepper. So anyways, he drops me to my car. And then, um, like a week later, like I, I just let it, you know, I, I let his mind like wander a little bit. Um, and I think he may have like liked a couple of like my stories or something. I don't really respond. So like a week later, I hit him up and I say something to him. I don't remember what I said, but it was something like neutral. But it was basically like something like, you know, me opening the door. <laughs> but I don't have his phone number. Like it's just, you know, an Instagram conversation. So... I don't really remember what our first meetup was, but it was definitely, like, very, like, casual and definitely platonic because I was like, whew. Um, um, and then he wasn't attractive. So I just I just wanted to see. Like, you came at me saying you was a sugar daddy. Like, I'm in law school. Like, I got a car note. You know, these books is $300 a piece. He wasn't attractive, but he had a very, like, charming personality. Yes, so funny. That's the thing. So, I would, like, link up with him um, at his office, and, like, we would just, like, have conversation, really. And it was it was great conversation. He was funny. Um, <clears throat> he would get on my ass. I would get on his ass, like, whatever, whatever. And that's the thing. He, like, I would soak up game. A lot of people, like, they just want to be around people who are successful for no reason like just for clout like no pay attention to how people move what they doing like you got this business like how like what was the first step what's the second step Mm -hmm. okay what's next so i really just enjoy spending time with him to soak up game 
and yeah basically he would give me money um he would give me money for gas like if i went and met up with him he'd be like you know trunk me some money do i say the amount no oh y'all can ask for it (laughs) (laughs) he would give me money like for gas but it was obviously more than gas money um or like if he wanted me to run an errand for him i go run the errand and then he'd give me gas money and more money um yeah like but he had he had a plethora of women like that's what he did he had a wife and he had kids and i don't know his wife she gotta be sick of his shit i'm sure she is he's so (laughs) stupid but gas money wasn't the only thing you got oh yeah he paid my car note too (laughs) (laughs) he just had to see yeah let him know what Um, i'm talking yeah he paid my car note um Hey, remember y'all I'm in law school so I'm I'm out here like you what's up like you want you know you need an errand you know I got you I'm a car note for an errand we can do it that's not really what it was but um I was definitely um contributing and adding value to the situation I feel like um but yeah, he was he was funny. He was definitely not like he was honestly embarrassing, but I didn't care. Like, I did not care. Like I brought him around my friends one time. Um we didn't go out, but and I told them before he came, I was like, I'm telling y'all right now. Bam bam bam. And he came in the exact outfit I told them he was going to come in. And the thing is, even the when she told me about the outfit, when I had first met up with him, I saw it too. So Okay. She sends me an Instagram post. I don't know the name of the um, person, you know, so the post was so funny. Like we said, the guy is funny and charming. I reposted on my story. Now, on her page, there's pictures. His page is like a meme page. All he posts is memes. So I don't think... I, I feel like I had told her like a month or two ago, like, this is dude page. But... I don't know if I did whatever it was like she didn't remember in the moment so like she see the page and she thinking it's a meme page so she reposted on her story and he see it <laughs> so go ahead so he see it, and the thing is I we we had a picture with both of us like on both of our pages you know so he know who I am or whatever and then um he like messaged me I don't remember the initial conversation but he was basically like you know you want to you know I had two kids um yeah, like, he just knew all that. Basically, he went through my Instagram, you know, to figure out who I am. And one day, he just was like, you know, let's meet up for lunch. <clears throat> so I was like, cool. Oh, we met up at this Chick-fil-A around by my job, and we was just talking now. She said he had a wedding ring on. When I met him, I don't recall seeing one. Or maybe I just didn't see it because I didn't want to because I knew he was a sugar daddy. <laughs> That's probably the real truth. So I didn't notice the ring or whatever. We was just talking and he was just like asking me what I was looking for. And I told him I'm looking for a man that can give me money, that can pay my bills and that can give me penis. And um, I was like, I got friends to talk to. Like, I ain't trying to, you know, get to know you like deeper or whatever. And he was like, wow, I have never heard a woman say that. Well, nice to meet you. (laughs) And um, So basically, he was just like, what kind of money you talking and of course, I'm not going to give y'all no amount or whatever. And so I just told him and he was like, okay, we could do it. Um, I probably saw him maybe five times. Yeah, it was an Five average. or six. Yeah, like five or six times or whatever. And he would 
every time we um parted ways, he would have uh like give me money. Sometimes he would even I didn't even know like I had Wells Fargo and I didn't know that somebody can um get into your bank account because he was supposed to give me money one time. And he was just like, you know, I'm going to just send you some money. Uh, And then I just sent him the code and he deposited it right into my bank account. Do you know that? No, because only scammers have Wells Fargo. So you and him both must be scammers. <laughs> I don't have it no more. I, uh, I closed the account after the, you know, the stuff went crazy. you got right with God. <laughs> Amen. You got your 10K and then you closed it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell the laws. That is... Okay. This is... Mm. Okay, so yeah, so he even did that one time. He had like did the little wireless ATM stuff, cardless ATM, and um, that would just happen. We we would kind of talk like you know he would definitely like put me on game like Khadija said. I would soak it up as far as like starting my own business. He told me like the software I need. He told me everything like because he just wanted the best for me. He was like, you need to leave that job. And um, what happened one time? I was in a situation that this was after another, the other nigga scammed me from, I'm not your girlfriend, the one who wanted to give me a mammogram. After he scammed me, I had got, I was in a little situation. And so I call him, well, I messaged him on Instagram and I'm just like, Hey, this happened or whatever. And he was just like, you know how much you need? I told him maybe he never responded. Huh? I said, remember you sent the picture? Oh, yeah. I sent the picture and it had my address on it. Okay. And then um, later, like he never responded. He never said, I got you. He never said, um, I'm going to do it or whatever. It was probably like I got off of work. It was like 7 o'clock. I am stressed out. And um, I get a knock on the door. And my mom used to live real close to me. So I thought it was my son coming home, my oldest son. So I'm like, <clears throat> I'm like, oh, this is Dylan. And then I open the door and it's him. He hands me the money and he leaves. I said, what? <laughs> I messaged him like, thank you so much. Like, I really appreciate it. Blah, blah, blah. Like, that is the nicest thing any man has ever done to me till today. A Pegasus. He said he was he, a Pegasus. I was like, he pulled up on me. And the thing is, he was messaging me like, hey, are you home? Um, He was sending me a lot of messages. But when I'm stressed out, my phone's on do not disturb. And then... He still end up pulling up, even though like he just like, I'm going to just see if she home anyway. And yeah, the nicest thing a man has ever done to me because I was just like, wow, like you went out of your way to do something like my own people wouldn't do for me. So, yeah. And I eventually, y'all know, I go through my different phases. I had to stop talking to him because he was so annoying. <laughs> now, he was so, like, he was so helpful. He was so cool, but he was annoying. Like if. <laughs> annoying if they had a picture of annoying it should be him from his outfit to he's just annoying and he's kind of a butthole oh but definitely a he's butthole. a butthole oh yes. my gosh yes i forgot about that he will like, talk to you like so condescending yes and it's almost like <laughs> dang you gonna make me feel bad about myself <laughs> like he for uh. no reason though but then it was like he was so helpful but he i don't know like people like that a lot of times, like, people don't realize, like, the manipulation that comes with getting financial support from a man. Because a lot of men that's, like, they, they're going to be narcissists or they're going to be, like, condescending, like she said, or, like, something, yeah. like, controlling. Like, not all of them. Not all of them. 
but a good amount the major, of them. Exactly. <laughs> a good amount of them. And he had he had multiple women because, like I said, when I used to go and chill with him at his office, he would have. I mean, his phone would ring, and like, it would and be, he will answer the phone. Yeah, and he gonna be. You could tell yours because I have a story about him being on the phone. I was like, wow. He like he'll answer the phone and. I don't think he would have the phone on speaker. I don't remember. But um, he would definitely answer it and, like, had a conversation. And it's always like, what's up? What's going on? How much you need? And, like, he don't he don't need the all the extra details. Like, it's really straight to the point. Like, how mm-hmm. much you need? And he definitely... It depends on the situation. He gonna make... He gonna give you a hard time for it sometimes. But I know... I remember he had this situation, like, with some girl, like, he had put her baby in, like, summer camp because the baby, I don't know. It was, he had a lot going on. And that's why I'm like, his he wife had, a had whole to payroll. be sick of him. Yeah, definitely a whole payroll. And I'm like, dang, like, it's up. And it's it, stuck. Yeah. <laughs> it was one day, um, we were, like, having lunch for, like, work, you know, he would come see me on my lunch breaks. And um, it was literally every Wednesday after he got out of, like, some physical therapy or something. And he had this cast on his leg, this little brace, <laughs> looking so stupid. And he's so big. He's just, he's just a mess. And so he's on the phone with he this like girl. A little teddy bear. Yeah. <laughs> the whole time we on the, uh, we riding, he's on the phone and he's just like, "You think I'm dumb? So your lights really out? <laughs> and you talking to me right now?" He said, "Don't you got other people that live with you?" Like he just going off on a girl like, "No, you being stupid." Like, flat out calling her stupid. Flat out calling her dumb. Like. No. And then he gets off the phone and he's like, she think I'm stupid. I know her lights on. She's just trying to get some money. Like, you ain't got to lie about it. Like he said straight up, you ain't got to lie about it. But every time he asked me, was I good? No. Um, He said, you got your kids something for Christmas? No. <laughs> like, what's up? But he always came through, though. That is one thing about him. But oh. we got to give him a name because... What name we giving him? <laughs> so the people can know when they message. Like, so... The name we gonna give him is G Baby. Okay, so <laughs> yes, you had something else you want to say about G Baby before? I, oh uh, yeah, I was just up. gonna say about him paying my car note. He gave me the run around about that car note. I remember, and it's funny because you just said he was like, "You ain't got to lie about it." I mm-hmm. was like, "I can't sleep at nights every time I hear a tow truck." <laughs> I jump up. And he would laugh at me. He was so rude. Oh my goodness, he was so. Oh rude. my gosh! And I remember, like, I had told him that um, I didn't get my paycheck from work, which was the truth. Um, but hey, if you want to use my story to run it on somebody else, be my guest. <laughs> but um, yeah, I was working um at TSU, and y'all know what it is so basically the illustrious tsu as chloe tsu um was where i was working but i was attending thurgood marshall school of law and um so yeah i had no idea you was working y'all she like tommy this girl (laughs) always talking about a job and i ain't never seen them I promise you you know what don't do that I was working and somehow, some way they didn't like put my name through the payroll. I don't know. I hadn't gotten paid. So I hit them up. And I think that this was my first time hitting them up. Damsel in distress. Because they love a damsel in distress. Mm -hmm. So, you know, before I go to my mama, like 
let me see if this check you wrote is gonna cash because you told me you was a sugar daddy and right about now i need you to come to my rescue so it took him like two weeks to give it to me i remember he was like oh is this your first time being late on your car no and i was like yeah and he was like oh you're gonna be all right um they not gonna repo it yet and i'm like dang you like he know the exact yeah. deadline before anything got everything. cut off yes he was like definitely like he was in the financial industry for sure um and he was like on it even like I remember, he asked me how much my car note was, and I told him. He was like, "Oh no, girl, we got to get that refinanced. That is too high for a Honda." And I was like, <laughs> "Okay, excuse me, big stepper." <laughs> so yeah, you got to put work in, and sometimes you got to hound people down for what they said they was gonna do for you. But mm. he definitely came through for the both of us. But the thing is, um, this is our first time, obviously, public publicly talking about this, um, because. It was a moment in time where, like, I didn't know. And then it was another moment in time, like, I think, like, when I found out. But, like, he didn't know that I knew. But I didn't really care anymore. Uh, well, I never really cared. It wasn't yeah, like he, he was my know. man. Um, I don't but know. But, I mean, he, you knew, like, we was going on a date. You knew. Yeah, but in the beginning, I didn't know because... But it wasn't like... We, we not beefing or nothing. Like, <laughs> it's not like that. But you didn't know who it was. Yeah, I had no yeah. idea who the man was. It was, it was just like, oh, I'm going to meet this man for lunch, whatever, whatever. I don't do that all the time, y'all. That was, <laughs> I was a damsel in distress. That's when I was trying to live independent. Let me tell you, ladies, that independent living is not what's up. Ladies, leave your man at home. The, the club, club is full of ballers and they pockets full grown. <laughs> That's no. really what that night was like for me. For sure. Okay, tell us what y'all think of our relationship with G-Baby. Okay, so this segment is the babysitter versus baby daddy segment. And y'all know I'm choosing my babysitter every single time. Okay, so with my best friend here and her not having kids, the question's gonna be a little different, but basically it's still the same. Um, okay, so Khadija, when you go out with a friend, like when you wanna go out with a friend and she has a kid, are you often stood up because they don't have someone to watch the child? Or are you fine with just hanging with your friends at home and chilling with her and the kids? Um, a little bit of both, but I will say, you know, I get trapped with them kids all the time. And sometimes I myself have to call my mother, mommy, where are you? Can you come get the kids? Um, cause yeah, they really be my responsibility. Your nieces and nephews. Yeah. Um, <coughs> I mean, like, especially like when niece. I was in like law school, I don't really know what was going on, but I was like picking them up from school, crazy stuff. But, um, with my friends, so one one of my best friends her daughter is uh my god sister because i had to <laughs> denounce myself as dylan's godmother because monique talked trash about me for like six years straight and said i was a horrible godmother so my other best friend had a baby and i was like look just make my mommy the godmother and i'll be the god sister and it's, it'll be the same perks but she'll actually get gifts so whenever so I <laughs> whenever I want to go out with that friend, I always call my mommy and I'm like, "Mommy, can you watch Wesley?" Um, and if my mommy's at church, I'll hit my friend up Malika. I'll be like, "Malika, put a church dress on Wesley." My mommy is at church. She said, "Drop her off," <laughs> and we good to go. Um, with you, if I want to go out with you, like obviously you always 
have a babysitter. Monique get mad at me. Sometimes I'll be like, dang, it's 9 o'clock, it's last minute, I'm not going to invite her out. I'll be out at 11 o'clock, she'll call me, she'll see I'm out, she'll be like, where you at? I look back 15 minutes later, she walking in. Turns up, ready <laughs> Just to go. like that? I'm like, what is going on? My girl be on go mode. Um, so yeah, with you, you always find a babysitter, but when you don't, like, I'm always like, okay, what, how much we got to pay your mama? Like, can we, you know, can we get a this? Can we, can we get a that? Like, <laughs> like, I be trying to get her mama her favorite snacks, like, <laughs> whatever it takes. Um, but I also do chill with my friends at home, because I'm definitely, like, a homebody. I like to go out, don't get me wrong. But she would like but... to go to your house to go to sleep. <laughs> That's her, her love language. <laughs> Yes, I'll come up to your house and take a nap with you. That's fine. Um, so yeah, I come to your house and chill with you. I go to Malik's house and chill with her. Like, or we have we've had play dates before where mm-hmm. I bring the kids. So yeah, I'm a pretty understanding friend when it comes to having children because I'm not necessarily a bonus mom, but like something. Cause like yeah, my nephews, my brother has custody of my nephews, so I'm always with my brother. So therefore, mm-hmm. basically, yeah. When he called me, I got to go running. So I'm definitely understanding of it because I I see it firsthand, especially when people be single parents because my mother was a single mother. So we're going to choose that babysitter. Oh, anytime. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. She is the first guest that chose the babysitter. Mm. But if I had a man-man, I don't know. I don't know. I I may have to choose my man. So why y'all going to go out together? What? Who, me and my man? Uh Uh-huh. Who you gonna choose then? When you and your man gotta go out together? Out of him and the kids? When you and your man are going out for a night out, mm-hmm. who your kids gonna be with? My a babysitter. Oh! <laughs> Got it. Okay, so this segment is the advice segment. If you have any advice questions, you can email me at askbabymamaguru at gmail.com if you have me on instagram baby mama guru pod it doesn't matter you can slide in my dm at any time um i will keep you anonymous so this one we have two advice questions and then we're going to get into some instagram questions um because we both posted and some people had questions for us so the first question is how do you feel about people copying you do you feel like it's a form of flattery or it's like identity theft. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think it's identity theft. <laughs> Copying me like... Like just, from like head to toe, like what you do. Or like changing their style. Like yeah. Like being like... Um, it depends, honestly. It really <clears throat> depends on what it is. So like, if I have a friend that like go vegan, I'm going to be like, you know, that's that's for your health. That's mm-hmm. That's... I don't push that on other people. Sure don't, because I eat meat. And y'all know I like it raw. (laughs) (laughs) I always want the best, um, you know, for my friends, especially like health-wise. Now, if it's stuff, it... I've had I've had my identity be stolen by a friend before. Actually, very recently I noticed, um, and really the girl stopped being my friend. And it's like, dog, you wanted to be me. You hung out with me. You came in my house. Like you've recreated yourself, and now like you watch my stories and you don't follow me, and like you just want to be me. It's weird. That's definitely weird. Um, but other than that, like you know, I feel like we're all inspired by someone. And, you know, if I'm inspiration to somebody, then that's inspirational to me and, like, motivational to me to keep doing what I'm doing because I want 
the best for everybody and for everybody to win. Um, <clears throat> and I don't really think I am a negative example for the most part. So, <laughs> <laughs> From what she tell so, you. So, yeah, I don't think it's that bad. It it, mm-hmm. it can get annoying, though. Like, and it really depends. In that, like, instance, I just That's identity theft. Yeah, the thing, the situation with, like, my homegirl. The white said it best. Yeah, definitely. Bears <laughs> beats in Battlestar Galactica. Remember when Jim copied him? <laughs> Jim was the white for a day. And the white called it. Identity theft. Don't copy me. I don't like that. I never did. But, yeah, um, I didn't used to like it when I was younger, but now that I'm older, it's like, okay, whatever. Nah, maybe that's just a Virgo thing. I hate that. Um, okay, so next question. Have you ever gotten into a fight over a man? Like a physical fight? Like a fist fight? Um, yeah, I guess. An argument? I definitely have. Um, but in high school, of course. <clears throat> in high school, I had a situation. It didn't escalate to a fight. Um, it was the entanglement that I spoke of earlier. Um, but I wasn't going to fight the teacher. I was actually going to fight another student who was also involved in the entanglement. Does it sound like Kamehameha's a player or what? Okay, he got a teacher I and another student. I even say that he was my man. He was for the streets. He was for everybody. And I was just bored. The schoolwork was not keeping me entertaining. Obviously, I needed drama in my life because that's all that it was was drama. But, yeah, no, I was going to fight this girl. It was messy. It was so messy. It was like Facebook was involved. Cyberbullying. Um, yeah, I remember. I went and told the principal. I printed out, like, this Facebook post, and I told the principal, <laughs> Mr. Long, I was like, Mr. Long, I am being cyberbullied, and y'all need to do something about it. And he was like, girl, go to class. Because the thing is, I knew the rules. If I tell the authorities that I'm being bullied and they do nothing about it, I can beat anybody ass that's involved in this situation. I can't get in trouble because y'all did not save me. So I was, you know, covering my bases. The the lawyer in me at 17 knew what was going down. Um, but we never ended up fighting because the boy embarrassed me. Not in a bad way. It was actually in a good way. And he was right. But he basically told me, don't fight her. And he was like, that's beneath you. You better than that. And I was like, you know, that's right. I'm better than all of this. I'm better than you. I'm better than this teacher. Like, I'm get me out of here. So I didn't fight the girl. Uh, but, yeah, I had got cyberbullied. But, and I wanted to fight her. That's the closest I ever got to fighting over. That was pretty close. Yeah, it was definitely very close. But, um, yeah, ever since then, it's like, that situation was eye-opening. I'm, no. Like, I, I'm not doing that. So I had to grow up. Yeah. Yeah. I never really fist fought either. Um, so. What if what? Oh, it never happened. No, pause. We used okay. to, man, in high school, her baby daddy, <laughs> he had this other girl, like, he would kind of go back and forth between, like, Monique and the other girl, but it would be, like, a year with Monique and then six months with the other girl. So it was long situations. So it was definitely, like, two relationships that, like, you. Have a tug yeah, of war, like from between eighth grade, you know, we're still like young. That girl, the other girl, she had her little best friend, Roll Dog, but that was like her pit bull because the girl, the girl was a pit bull for sure. <laughs> the girl who her baby daddy was talking to, she wasn't about it, but her best friend was like her representative. She would come up to us like ba 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 ba, and so me and Monique. Man, we always tried to fight these girls. We had to have tried to fight them at least three times. At least. Like, we would go to school with sweatsuits on. I remember one time I went to school with my track sweatsuit on. 
our track coach was a psychopath. If she saw you outside of the locker room with the track sweatsuit on, you better pray you're not naked under there because you must come out of it. You And I promise you, she got some rags in her car. She going to wrap you in it, but you going to come about that track suit. We so mad one day. I come to school in my track sweatsuit, y'all. I'm risking it. Oh, I put my hair in a slick back bun. And Monique, with her little ghetto self from New Orleans... Put me on game. You got to keep Vaseline with you to rub it on your face so the, the girls can't scratch up your pretty face. So Monique would always be like, I got the Vaseline. Make sure you put your hair in a bun. And we would go to school with sweatsuits and sneakers. So get a mess. And one day we was going to fight them. And my brother girlfriend went to school with us at the time. And she became our representative. Oh, she was a pit bull so, too. Yes, we was like, mm-hmm. She was like, we were, what were we, juniors? We wasn't... Or sophomores. We were sophomores. We were sophomores and she was a senior. So it was like, "Mm mm-hmm. Your pit bull, two years old. My pit bull, six. And she big and she bout it. And she do not care about her life. Like at all. She don't care about going to jail. She don't care about getting suspended. We at least kind of care. Yeah, that's why it ain't never really happened. But yeah, so we never really had a fight. But we definitely... High school was ghetto. I'm not going to say the name of the school because I don't believe in... um, tarnish <laughs> it's not My the same no more <laughs> yeah i'm sure it's a better school now it definitely it's, it no, was it ghetto was but it, it taught it taught us a lot of life lessons like good and bad like i really i'm the person i am because all of that like all of yeah, that crazy stuff. About we were too young we were way yeah. too young and like we did not have a lot of adult supervision at home or at school but <laughs> the stuff I experience now as a daughter, the stuff I see people experience now as an adult, I'm like, I'm like I, I already been that. been yeah. there, done that. I was that 16. Is true. Like I, mm-hmm. <laughs> I seen that. That's, that's what they do, sis. <laughs> exactly. Um, and that's another thing that makes it so hard for like even me or her. Like when we see something, and it's just like you don't have to do that, but it's like we already been through it, so it's just like okay, let me like give them some grace, like. You know, but the great, it just be taking too long for some people to get it together. Um, okay, now we're going to move into the uh, Instagram questions. The first one says, um, what's toxic femininity? Um, to me, toxic femininity is like someone who just want to be like, a strong woman and who like the yes we can women the feminist honestly monique believes in feminism i do not i believe in it when it's logical we're gonna leave that discussion for another day please don't get me started Um, but yeah like i think like the the yes we can women the like oh i can do this i can do that i feel like if you need to change a tire Mm -hmm. then yes change your tire but if there is a man around, homie better get up and change Exactly, that when it's logical. I'm definitely, I'm, okay, I don't know if I'm supposed to be for equal rights, but I'm fine with cooking and cleaning if a nigga is paying for everything. Same. You know, I could do a little side job because I can't well, be too bored. Well, well, well. <laughs> oh, you want to talk about that? Because I did no, already no. say I was in the situation. I'm just saying, like, oh. <laughs> you can't just be paying for everything. You got to, like, you got to be feeding my spirit, too. Because oh, for sure. Of course, that's always. Um, the love of money is the root in- of evil. Included. And, but, yeah, no, I don't, yeah, equal rights. Like, I'm, I'm for, I get what they were trying to do. 
but I don't I just don't think they thought far ahead and realized like what was going on but I do feel like it's important because they like, were bored true I be bored sometimes too but I do feel like it's important for women to have a voice but I think that sometimes if you want a man to provide for you and lead you you got to know when to like shut up and like not but it also depends on what kind of man you're dealing with because if you got a man man like we experienced a man man <laughs> Yo, we was out and our we was in the bathroom for too long. Everybody was trying to leave, and our friend, her fiance, is a man man, and it was he so is. funny. We were in the bathroom like drunk, taking pictures for like fifteen minutes. He's outside at the car. Y'all, and the pictures so trash. They all blurry. The worst pictures. All we hear is the door open, and he called her name. All of us jumped up. We was like, yes, and we ran out. It was like, oh, that's a man-man. He said, come on, it's time to go. Y'all in Yeah, he was long. not playing. Um, but, yeah, if you got a man-man, you definitely got to know, like, zip it. But if you got a weak-ass nigga, you going to mm. be popping off. But that just, I don't know. Not and that's that another thing, be. the popping off. Yeah, that's something that's all another, um, like, trait of toxic femininity, like, you gonna go off on your man. You gonna hit him, oh. and then when it's time for him to hit you back, you like, no, don't hit me. I'm a woman. You can't hit me. I'm a girl. Like, keep your hands to yourself. Yeah, I don't play that hitting man stuff because we're gonna have to take it to the streets, and I'm not gonna be the one in the streets with you. <laughs> it's gonna be some some street people out there. <laughs> I don't know because I I I don't know. I hit a boy one time in high school. He told me don't hit him no more. I never hit a boy again. And you know what's crazy? Two years later, he was getting beat by his new girlfriend that he left me for. But, you know, it's whatever. I don't believe in hitting men. <laughs> because, yeah, I, I'm i not as strong as a man. And I don't want to be. Like, I, I can do a lot of stuff for myself. I can change a light bulb. I can change a doorknob. Um, I can change a tire. But, no. Like, I'm not that's if i need to like that's if i'm down and out like i'm not gonna i'm gonna call triple a before i change a tire myself Mm -mm. i'm not no um yeah well i hope that gave y'all the answer i mean we had like a little more things to talk about but i don't really want to talk about that for too much longer (laughs) but i hope that it's basically you know let a man be a man yeah it's just basically like play your role yes Okay, so the next question is, how do you give your best friend feedback that may be offensive? How do I give you feedback? Yeah, we're going to talk about me. Every day, I'm in your ass. Every day. And vice versa. (laughs) We just say it, like whatever it is. It's like, you're going to suck. I've been on the phone with her. Y'all, she told me um, when I was was in college, I'm sitting in my dorm room bed. This is my sophomore sophomore year of college. I hate this story. (laughs) This is my sophomore year of college. And I'm just talking, y'all know I'm still stuck on my baby daddy, stuck on him. Like, how many oh years my God. has it been at this point? College, you like sophomore year of college? Yeah. So Dylan's, was, Dylan's two? Yeah, so 13 to what? 20. I'm 13 just to 19. See, we had seven years of like that was stressing seven. over your baby daddy. Seven so. years. That was seven years, yeah. So I'm trying to see what And this is where she ended it off. Listen. She said, um, I was talking about him like, oh my God, what is he doing? Probably like, he's not calling me back. We got into another argument. He just drove out here to uh, Victoria like a psycho. Uh, talking about he crying on the way. She's just like, you know, he doesn't love you or your child. Straight like that. Y'all, I'm sitting on the phone. I just got quiet and I started crying. 
around and she just going off like he don't like you just gotta accept it I promise y'all, this is the day I accepted it and I let that nigga go. Like, I was holding on for dear life. Like, he gonna get it together. We still gonna work it out. I talked a hole through her head about him for all those years. And now we to the point where we do not bring up his name. We do not mention him at all. Like, he's a little, he's not even relevant. But, you know, I'm talking about him because I'm sharing my story as to how, you know, I wouldn't be a baby mama if it wasn't for him. Um. So, yeah. She told me that, and that was the last day we talked about it. So, yeah, if it's offensive, you just got to say what it is. If it's going to help your friend, like if it's a beneficial. So, in my defense, mm-hmm. one, she never told me she sat, she was sitting on the phone crying until like a year later. I had no idea that she was crying on the phone. So, don't think that I'm just in her ass and she's crying. <laughs> Two, I loved her baby daddy in high school. It, he just got worse and worse over mm-hmm. the years. Even now, honest to God, if I were to see him today, I would say what's up to him. I'm not going to bring up the child. I'm just, I probably wouldn't even tell her I saw him because it's like, I probably would bring up the child. I'm not going to lie to you. that If I had that opportunity, I'd have to take take that L for my friend. <laughs> but like, no, in high school, I liked him as a, this going to sound weird. Like I liked him as a homeboy, like as a person, but I didn't like him for her. I think that I used to call weird. him. He used to call me his ace K and I used to call him my goon, right? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh looking. yeah. I used to call him my goon. Like we was tight, but he just he just wasn't doing right by her. And it just really pained me to see her like not be able to move forward with life because in the back of her mind, like she was kept thinking like that one day she was gonna have a family with him and he just was not displaying anything to give her that impression so it wasn't that she was delusional i don't know if she was praying and she was hoping for a miracle that's all i was doing (laughs) it was really like you know at least give somebody else a try like because i was not and i was not playing i'm grateful that i said it because obviously she listened that one time because i guess i just used to listen to you talk about him and i never said nothing you did you'll be like yeah and it was never even like how we are now it's never it was never even like you know you deserve better than that you shouldn't be doing that to yourself it would just be like oh that's crazy (laughs) because i didn't i felt like i didn't understand what it was to like give birth to a man's child you know so i was like this isn't something that i could speak on like as a woman and as a someone on the outside you got to let that nigga go. But I wasn't saying that because I was like, I don't know what she's... Maybe I was convinced that it were some emotions that was going on in her body that I had never experienced. And after like two years of having the child, I just knew that it was time that we moved past that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I did. Um, And even with her, like I just say it, like whatever it is. Um, And it's mostly, we don't really have nothing offensive to say, but it's just like... You know, like, you could be doing better. Like, why are you doing that? Why are you putting yourself in that situation? Or it's like, you said you wanted to do this. Or you said you wanted this. Or you said you weren't going to talk to people with this trait anymore. So why are we back here? It's yes. definitely, like, accountability. Yeah, that's all it on is. On the daily. Like, the other day she did something. And I was in her ass, like, for three days straight. <laughs> back to the same thing. And I was pressing her. I was like, it's not making sense. You said this, and now you doing the exact opposite every day. Every and vice versa. It's really like, come on, man. What's going on? <laughs> every day. Um. So that's that. Yeah, just say it. Um. If y'all yeah, really real best friends. Friend, yeah. yeah. And this even tie into the next question. How were y'all able to stay friends for so long? Uh, and that's just because we learned each other. Like, we know each other really like the back of our hand. Um. 
I know when she gonna be mad at me. Like I know <laughs> she just be like, I ain't even gonna text you for a day. Yes, like I know we break up sometimes. It's never like a real breakup, but like she will <laughs> stop texting me. Like if I don't do something, because Monique, she gonna hold you accountable. If you said you gonna hang out with her, or you said you gonna do something, don't waste her time. Don't make her get a babysitter, and you don't show up. So if I cancel on her last minute or something like that, is a problem we have in our relationship because when I cancel on her last minute. She is upset because she's like, I done got a babysitter and now you cancel on me. Um, but aside from that, like, yeah, she'll get mad at me and we won't text or talk for like a day. But then I'll call her and I'll be like, girl, I know you mad at me. You had your time. Like, be my friend again. Because <laughs> at this point, we've been friends since we was 13. You're not going nowhere. I'm not going nowhere. Like, it would literally have to be something like crazy. Like, I don't know. But, I wouldn't even say nothing crazy. Yeah, happening. but like she said, we know each other. So... And she know, like, when she telling me something I'm not going to like, she knows. And she'll say, I know you're not going to like this. <laughs> and I'll, I'm childish. I'll be like, da, 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 da. All that, everything I'm saying, I say to her. It's, it's really like, okay, okay, whatever. We just take turns holding each other accountable. And now we don't always listen. I'm not going to lie. There was a point in our relationship where we stopped giving each other advice. For like a year it was necessary it was like you know what we do not give each other good advice just do what you want to do i will just be a listening ear and i will pray that it all works out <laughs> but the advice it wasn't for us but i think we've matured and we're back at the Definitely. advice giving stage yeah um okay how long have y'all been friends 15 years since 2006 um next question how have y'all kept the bond through everything? I guess that's kind of like how are y'all able to stay friends? So we answered that. Um, what does the vision look like for you and your future? Me and my future. Yeah. I'll let you go first. Uh, for me, um, I definitely want my podcast going to be crazy. I'm trying to have live shows. I'm trying to, um, you know, meet She's people gonna- from- have live shows oh yeah my therapist gonna. did tell me this i need to work stuff better um so yeah i'm gonna do that you know since i'm like worldwide i hope i'm traveling i will be traveling um with the podcast um also i'm gonna be starting my own business um with medical billing and my boys always gonna get whatever they want so that's not gonna change and maybe i have a relationship in my near future um so yeah that's me um yeah definitely a relationship um we both say and and some babies and a pretty big house with a pool in the back and all that nice stuff um i want to live a very you know comfortable life i am in like an uncomfortable transitioning phase in my life right now um because i told y'all she was gone for a year but i said she wasn't in jail (laughs) i'm back but i but i was in jail (laughs) i got freed them shackles got taken up off of me (laughs) um so yeah so now i'm just like getting back grounded in houston um i'm sorry i do keep saying um yeah sorry (laughs) but so yeah a relationship family all of that like get my stuff started really and truly i'm trying to be a savage by fenty model so if y'all could hit riri up and let her know 
that she needs her first locked model like as a Bayesian woman I'm the one for her match made in heaven I'm West Indian I got locks like I done been to crop over looking for her she wasn't there that year I'm just trying to audition um to be in the next show next year so tag her send her this podcast send her my page if y'all really real uh, I'll remember but yes that's that's really what I'm my my aspiration in life or you know if it's something bigger than savage by fenty but i really like rihanna so i would like for that she loves rihanna <laughs> like is an understatement um so that's it that is all of the questions if again if you're listening on apple podcast please subscribe rate and leave me a review um i did see a hater um been leaving a little two stars was that one of you niggas that i've talked about because no that's unacceptable but um, if you all caught up on the episodes, I believe I have seven now Patreon episodes up for only $5 a month. Um, So you can join that to get the bonus content. I think they're pretty interesting. The last story I did was about um, me catfishing the same nigga three times. <laughs> and if you want to know the story, just uh, join the Patreon. Um, Khadijah, thank you for being here. You wanted to say something? Yeah, I was just going to tell them how I condoned you catfishing the man. Oh, um, she sure I did. was your accomplice. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm ashamed of our behavior. Disclaimer. But thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for the support, for supporting her. Follow me on Instagram at Go. me, myself, and Irie. That's M-E-M-Y-S-E-L-F-A-N-D-I-R-I-E. She going to tag it. But I had fun. Yeah, I'm going to tag a, a picture of her, of course, like I always do. If you have me on Instagram, it is Baby Mama Guru Pod, so you can see the visuals of who um, you're listening to. And again, thank you for listening. Bye. <laughs>